Good morning. We have just finished our 7am workout. We had uh, yoga with Bindu at 6.15 and 7am live um, from here. So a few people have actually asked, do we still do home workouts now we're doing outside? And the answer is yes, we do. We do both at the moment. So we have uh, outside workouts. We have um, morning, Sandy. Give me a hello if you're coming in. We have outside workouts. We have um, home workouts. And then we're also having inside in-person workouts starting next week as well. So lots of options. Anyway, on to today. We just finished the 7am was an Aladdin workout. You had three wishes. Anyway, speaking of Aladdin, you know when you know all the words to the film anyway, now you know the words when you thought you did. Now you know the words to the like pointless conversations or like the, the less famous conversations. That's how I feel right now. Because my, my daughters are pretty much, I could say, obsessed with Aladdin. We're actually watching the new one all the time, though. It's the, um, the one with Will Smith in it, who's hilariously cheesy. But anyway, as always, when you watch a Disney film and you're now an adult, you, you see, hear quotes and you're like, wow, that's powerful. And actually, the meaning of it changes so much. And there's a quote from the genie, and I'll quote it just in case I do butcher it. I could probably remember it. Morning, Debbie. To be free, such a thing would be greater than all the magic and all the treasures in the world. So to be free, such a thing would be greater than all the magic and all the treasures in the world. Now, what's quite powerful about that is that what I didn't realise when I was younger is that they're all actually trapped, right? So princess is trapped, but to Aladdin, she's got it all. Aladdin's a street rat, but to the princess thinks, well, you've got it all, you can do what you want. The genie's trapped in a lamp. They're all trapped. And my point here is, when you actually think about it in, the, in terms of like the fitness industry, fat loss, weight loss, how trapped we are with things like looking at the scales. And I bring this up because we sometimes look at the scales and think, I will be happy when. And this is quite deep for Aladdin. I would say, you know, it brings up the question, okay, what does free mean? And are we actually all free, depending on our interpretation of it? And do we just trap ourselves by our thoughts, by maybe comparing ourselves to what are the benefits of others, forgetting the drawbacks? So, for example, we could look at scales, for example. I'll be happy when I'm 10 stone. You could get to 10 stone or 11 stone, whatever the number is is irrelevant. Let's say just losing a stone. You could, get, you could lose a stone and you could lose it in a way where you lose lots of muscle. Morning, Michelle. You could lose it in a way where you lose lots of more fat. Both would be completely different in terms of how you feel, your energy levels, your fitness, the clothes you wear, all these things, your confidence levels. And, and this is going to sound a bit weird because I know there's a big push at the moment. You can look at it both ways. There's a push like, yeah, we need to lose weight to be healthier. You know, the obesity strategy to help people with obesity. And I guess it's good that there's more awareness on it. But at the same time, you then have other people saying, you know, how for every size you should love yourself. But it's very hard for someone who doesn't actually love themselves at that moment, who's then being told that they should love themselves. This is a really weird conversation I had with someone the other day. This isn't just me making it up. So she feels like other people will say, you know, you find your way you are, where you are, but she doesn't feel fine the way she is. So it's almost like, should I be thinking that I'm fine the way I am? And it's a really interesting, I don't know how I've gone on to this from Aladdin, but it's a really interesting thing about, well, I, I do know, it's about you defining what actually makes you happy rather than someone else. And you could relate this to snacking. 
oh, I have to snack because my husband brings it in and, and then I feel bad if I say no because we always always done that. And I guess you've got to consider that, or it could be a friend, that there is a time and place for that. You, you've got to make a choice of, and do what you want to do because ultimately, and I call this the one minute rule with the snacking. So for about one minute, you might have, if you're making a decision that you want to change something, it could be one night to start with. Let's say you, you have a glass of wine and snack every night. Let's say one night this week, you say, right, one night I'm going to prove to myself I, I can do it. This is if you don't want to do it, but you're doing it. And you're going to make a choice because that, that one minute where someone goes, come on, just do it, just do it, just do it. And then if you actually ask the question, okay, how long after that do I then spend going, you know what? Why did I do that? I feel rubbish now. I didn't sleep so well. Because although you could see that, you know, there is a cost of, of not doing it. For example, the cost of not doing it is that, you know, you might enjoy your glass of wine. It might relax you. It's going to be quite social. But then if you consider the cost of doing it, okay, there's a reason why we were on this, we were having this conversation yesterday. A reason because they wanted to change. They didn't feel happy in themselves. And actually, if someone else says you should be happy, is that right? debatable you know the way you are because it's up to you it's your journey right and, and I guess we're always maybe biased towards a friend but the cost of not doing it or the cost of doing it sorry would actually be that maybe you sleep worse maybe you don't feel so good or full of energy in the morning you miss your, your exercise you miss your walk and you feel a bit slumped less energy than when we see, sit for long periods we tend to be hungrier when we're tired and when we're stressed we tend to perceive foods as more rewarding than they actually are Morning, Norma. I am off on tangents from Aladdin today. Where would Aladdin... I reckon Aladdin didn't even realise that he'd got so deep into my head after watching it 4,016 times. But anyway, my point here is all these things can be important to you. You've got to really just consider what are the main three to five benefits that I actually get from doing the things that I want to be able to do. Whether that's getting into a routine and exercising, whether that's being able to play with the kids, grandkids for longer, whether that is the scales, that's fine if it is, because, you know, for some people that is important and it might actually have health benefits for them in certain conditions. So it's not to say that the scale should be never be looked at. And it's, a, it's just another example of how individual this should be. It's not never diet. You're a bad person for ever wanting to lose weight, because I think that's also a negative thing. But also at the same time, it's not about just losing weight, because actually... Will that even make you happy when you get there? It's a big question. And if you hate every second of it, do it getting there, but you get there quicker, when you get there, what are you going to do? You're probably going to celebrate by going back to old habits because they were unsustainable to get there. Not everyone, but it's a very individualized thing. So that was a tangent. But to make this more actionable and, and practical, I'd take away from this that what, what is it that you really want to achieve and get that creative part of your brain juices flowing. What is it that you really want to happen? What would actually make you, you happy? Not what you think society or a friend wants you to do. What would actually make you happy? Then you can work backwards because until you get clear on that, you might be actually working towards someone else's goal. Like what would actually, what goal would actually make you happy? And really get clear on that. Put it in the comments if, if you can and I'll, I'll have a look at them. I'm, I'm, Always intrigued to know what, what you really want to happen. So let's say three months from today, that would be the 5th of November, bonfire night. Like socially distanced, bonfire night. We're going there and 
Where, how do you want to feel on that night? How, how do you want to look? How do you want to feel? How do you, what do you want to be saved, done the week before in terms of lifestyle? Get excited about that. Then consider what the benefits are of doing that. What happens? What changes if you're doing that? What do you wear? How do you feel? All these things. What's your relationship with food like? Get clear on that. Then only then can you really work towards a goal and actually think, yeah, actually, am I chasing the wrong number here? Am I getting so obsessed with the scales that I forget that I'm actually doing very healthy things today? Because actually, let's remember, where you are right now is the sum of your habits over the last three, six, nine, twelve, thirty odd months. Where you want to be in three, six, nine, twelve, thirty months, whatever, is the sum of the habits you do right now. So consider that the power is with you and you have free wishes right now. So you can actually make that decision right now with a 10 minute workout, with going for a walk, make this actionable. So pick the one thing you where you want to be in three months time, then one thing you can do today that you would need to be doing to make sure you're getting there. Or I'll phrase it differently that you're willing to do. Hope that helps. Aladdin, make sure you watch it. <laughs> uh, the new version is actually quite good, by the way. It's got Will Smith in as the genie. First time I watched it, I thought it's a bit like a pantomime. It's kind of quite funny, then it's so ridiculously cheesy that, yeah, it's quite good. And I guess when you watch something so many times, you know the words, you just enjoy watching it more because you know the words. And you can't get it out of your head now. So, so, okay, Norma says a stone lighter. Okay, then consider what happens if you're a stone lighter. What do you do differently in your day-to-day? -day? What happens with your work, relationships? What happens with... The way you hold yourself, confidence, close your mind. What do you say yes to that you don't now? These are the questions that will give you that motivation and actually define what your happiness is. Anyway, hope that helps. Have a great day and speak soon.